Should the Red Sox move Nick Pavetta back to the rotation? He really seems like the most viable option at the moment as the team continues to get injuries to the pitching staff. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Red Sox, your daily podcast on all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, here to bring you Red Sox talk Monday through Friday in your feed on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for tuning in and making the show your first listen of every day. I'm here to talk to you about a variety of different Red Sox-related topics today. This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks, and you could win up to a 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. On this episode of Lockdown Red Sox, there's quite a bit to talk about as the starting rotation continues to get the injuries to pile up. There may be one man from the Red Sox bullpen who could be a temporary answer in the rotation. So I'm going to be going over who that man is and why he could fill a huge need in the Red Sox rotation right now. I'm also going to be talking about somebody who should be a name that the Red Sox should look to move at the trade deadline, who has been struggling with the team this year and why it could make sense for him to be on the move. And finally, I'm going to be going over the Red Sox catching situation currently and what they should do to address the situation in the offseason. So definitely a packed show today. Thank you again for making Lockdown Red Sox your first listen of every day. Hope everybody had a phenomenal 4th of July with some fun friends, family, cookouts, good food, maybe some fireworks. I know it was fun for me. I hope you had a fantastic holiday as well. So somebody who hopefully had a good holiday is Nick Pavetta who we've seen really primarily start for the Red Sox in his time here, but in May was moved into the bullpen. And ever since coming to the bullpen, he has been a completely different pitcher. When he was starting, he had a 6.30 ERA, but in the bullpen he has a 2.63 ERA with 31 strikeouts and 24 relief appearances. That's a huge difference. He just looks so much more confident out of the pen than he did when he was starting. But now with the current state of the Red Sox rotation, Pavetta could be a temporary solution until they find somebody to really fill that role or until Nick Pavetta comes back. Because obviously with Hauk and Sale both on the IL, it comes down to Paxton, Bayo, and Crawford in the rotation. Congratulations to Paxton, by the way, who is currently on the paternity list. So having a child, very, very exciting. But with Paxton, Cutter, and Bayo currently in the Red Sox starting rotation right now and then having to fill a couple spots, you know, obviously Whitlock was that fourth day and then they were trying to 
fill the last day with a bullpen game every five days. And I kept saying you can't rely on a bullpen game too often because then it's just going to tire out your pen. And down the road, it's really, really going to hurt the bullpen when certain pitchers aren't available in certain situations that they would usually pitch in. So that fifth day was typically spent with, you know, a bullpen day. If they have to get away with that for now, then that just is what it is. They brought up a couple AAA pitchers now currently for this series against the Rangers. And they have a lot of guys who are pitching out of the rotation, some pitching better than others. It's same with the bullpen. Some players pitching better than others in the bullpen. But you can't rely on bullpen games two out of the five days that you have your starters pitching because it's just not fair to the bullpen to use them that often and expect you to have an opener type of situation every game. I mean, you know, obviously in yesterday's game against the Rangers, Bernardino opened and they used a variety of pitchers after that. Caleb Ort just did not have it, um, who was struggling and came in after Bernardino and then just a variety of different players coming in to pitch after that. Nick Pavetta is a completely different pitcher when he's in the bullpen But until the Red Sox say we need to go out and acquire another pitcher, he could be the only viable option for the Red Sox to move back into the rotation for right now. Obviously, he wasn't pitching well in the rotation, so it's not an ideal situation. But when you have the injuries that you have and you're in the situation that you're in, sometimes you have to just pull from what you have and make it work. And since Pavetta has so much experience with starting games, he might be the solution that makes sense right now. Ultimately he has proven that he's much better in the bullpen and looks more confident, but in order to fill that fourth day right now, because who knows how long it's going to be until Whitlock comes back, Pavetta could be the guy that could fill that role and be in those shoes for Whitlock until he's able to come back and resume his position within the rotation. Because I already have, you know, not the best confidence in having a bullpen game every five days, not to mention two out of those five days. So you do need to have a starter who, you know, has experience starting games and can hopefully give you some depth so that you don't have to waste a lot of your bullpen in those games. So Pavetta, to me, is a pitcher that can get you that. He might not give you the best numbers and the best performances, but those expectations from the pitching staff have to be lower at the moment because there's quite a few starters that aren't playing at the moment and aren't able to. And you don't, you just don't want to wear out the bullpen is, is the reality. And it's, it's hard because I understand that, Pavetta just really was not good this season when he was starting. But is there really anybody else in the bullpen that you can bring up and expect to start games? At the moment, I really am not seeing it. And again, I said the word temporary early on because I think this is important to note. This is a temporary solution. The Red Sox should be doing their due diligence and looking for somebody to come in and fill another spot in the rotation because they're just so beat up right now from an injury standpoint. So it's a temporary solution. So I'm looking at the makeup of what they have right now, and they either stick a AAA pitcher into the regular rotation of pitching every five days and seeing how they do and developing them and 
giving them the exposure, or you let Pavetta go into the rotation and have him pitch. And then once Whitlock comes back, you move him back into the pen again. It's an unfortunate situation to be in. There's some talented starters that are on the IL right now. And it's definitely really unfortunate for the Red Sox to be in that place. But to me, the most logical solution right now and what you have to do in order to kind of make up somewhat for the loss of Whitlock is to let Pavetta pitch in the rotation until you can hopefully bring somebody else in who can be slightly more reliable. His stats have not been good on the mound this season when starting games. That's just to be transparent. But you need somebody to do it because ultimately if you could get five innings out of Pavetta, even if they're not the best five innings, and then the bullpen is only relied on to pitch the back half of the game as opposed to doing an opener and a bullpen game, you know, two out of the five days that you have the rotation, that's going to really wear out your bullpen. And you, you, you really almost would rather have that first choice because even if Pavetta doesn't pitch the best in those five innings, at least you got some sort of length from him and it helps somewhat rest your pen so that if you do have to do a bullpen game the next day, at least most of your bullpen hopefully hadn't pitched in that game and could be available to come in when you're having people just pitch one or two innings in a bullpen game. This is the Red Sox unfortunate situation they're in right now, but it's something to think about. And I do see it happening. I would not be surprised if the Red Sox come out and say, we're going to move Pavetta back into the rotation temporarily. Not ideal, like I said, but I think it might be the best option right now. Coming up, I'm going to talk about a man who could potentially be moved at the trade deadline by the Red Sox, why there's risks with that, but also why it could really make sense to ship him out. So that's all coming up on the show next. But if you're not familiar with the Sleeper app, I hope that you become familiar with it soon. It's awesome. Are you using the Sleeper app for daily fantasy baseball? I know I am. There's so many bets that you can make on there and so many things that you can predict. And if they come true, it's it's cool. I mean, I, I love it. It's really easy to navigate. Want to 100 times your money on daily fantasy baseball? Sleeper is now offering up to a 100-time payout for up to eight-pick contests. Choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right and you could win big. You seriously could win big with this app. Use promo code Locked On and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details, currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Honestly, if you want to make a lot of money, this is the way to go. If you use that promo code, they will match your first deposit up to $100, and that's double your money that you can win. So why would you not want to do that or check it out? You can predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and much more to cash in on your daily fantasy baseball skills. If you check out the Sleeper Fantasy website, it's awesome. It's really easy to navigate, and you can pick really anything to cash in on that's baseball-related. I mean, pick Shohei Otani to hit a home run. The guy's on fire right now. Hit 30 home runs before the month of June was over and obviously is just a one-of-a-kind baseball player. So if you want a safe bet 
just bet on Otani to hit a home run and you'll probably win that money. So check out Sleeper. It's a great way to have fun with baseball, with the game that you love and win some fast cash. So highly, highly recommended there. Kike Hernandez is a name that has been popped up in trade rumors recently. He's somebody who has held multiple positions for the Red Sox this season. But to be transparent, he has been frustrating to watch this season. It certainly has not been easy for him at the plate or defensively. I mean, he started off the season primarily playing shortstop, obviously, because Story was injured and was getting surgery and there was not really another solution. So, you know, they signed Duvall to play in center field. They move Kike to shortstop and he was not playing well at all in shortstop when he was in that position. I mean, he led the league in errors with 14, 13 of them throwing errors. Um, and it was just not good. He looked a lot more comfortable in the outfield than he did playing shortstop. And I'm glad that they have kind of, tried to keep him away from shortstop more now, now that they have David Hamilton up at the major league level. But even for just some more of his stats, negative nine runs saved, which is really rough. And also from a hitting standpoint, 225 average with six home runs and 29 RBIs and 333 slugging percentage, 282 on base percentage. It's not terrible but it's obviously not fantastic by any stretch of the word. And he in big situations can't really come in clutch. Like a huge example was in game three against the blue Jays and the Red Sox had the opportunity to really capitalize in the inning with, with runners on the corners and Kike had a huge strikeout in there. And ultimately the Red Sox couldn't capitalize in that inning and bring runners in. So he is unable to capitalize in a lot of big situations at the plate and also his defense obviously has just not been up to par this season at all. And it has cost the Red Sox quite a few games. One of the things that makes Kike a unique player is just that he is a utility guy and he has the capability to play almost every position on the field. So it's hard to justify moving somebody like that because it is important to have a guy like that on your team who can play different positions, especially when people get injured and you need to sub somebody in, in a certain spot. It is important to have somebody like him on the team that can play those types of positions. But to me, I'm looking at Kike as a trade piece. And although his season hasn't been fantastic, I do see him being a key piece on a contending team because he's a utility guy that can come off the bench. And, you know, if I'm, a contending team like the Rays and I'm looking at the situation and I'm like, look, you know, like we had to bench somebody or this player got injured and was playing center field. Like, who are we going to put in there rather than shifting a lot of things around? You can just stick Kike in there and it doesn't affect anybody else on the field. And also you could argue that with the infield, even though he hasn't played as well in the infield this year, he could be beneficial in the infield too for a team. So the reason I could see a contending team actually wanting somebody like Kike is because of his versatility and ability to play different positions because he is a utility guy. And that could be really, really useful for a team that's trying to contend. I don't expect the Red Sox to get a ton of assets in return for him because, like I said, he's been struggling. But if they can get something out of him, 
just, you know, some prospects that they can hopefully work with in their system, that would be a win to me. So I do think Kike is somebody who could be on the move at the deadline. Who would replace him? You know, you do need a utility guy to kind of be around the clubhouse. And I believe that Rob Refsnyder is a totally fine alternative for a utility guy. He has a 270 batting average with 21 RBIs, six stolen bases, and a 395 on base percentage. So he does make things happen with his at-bats. He has fun at-bats. He finds ways to get on base, whether that's through a walk or a hit. And he's just he's finding ways to make things happen on the field. And he also plays multiple positions. He's obviously played primarily outfield with the Red Sox, but he can play in the infield too. And he just is playing better than Kike. His defense is vastly better than Kike's. And clearly based on the stats, he's been hitting better than Kike. And he's able to just select pitches better, pick and choose pitches more so than Kike has this season. And so if I have to choose a utility guy, I'm choosing Ref Snyder and I'm moving Kike to a team that might lack some depth on the bench in terms of a guy who you can throw in there in the majority of positions at any time and have it not affect a lot of your other players. Because if a team really wants to contend, having a utility guy like Kike on the team can help set you apart. And obviously I love Kike's personality. When the Red Sox signed him, I was a fan. I thought he was going to have a really good tenure with the Red Sox during that 2021 season. He was super valuable and that ultimately looked like a win for the Red Sox at the time because he did contribute a lot in that ALCS run in 2021. But it's just been a struggle for him since then. And this season, he has been one of the biggest reasons for the Red Sox struggles. I mean, it is a full team effort and there are players that haven't been performing up to par, but his defense has been costly. And when he's at the plate and he's up in crucial situations and he's unable to capitalize, that type of stuff does hurt the team and it's noticeable and it makes people really frustrated and myself included, because how long do you let that go on for? I think they're trying to stretch it out as long as they can, because like I said, again, that word utility, he can play multiple positions and be valuable just by simply being an extra body that you can stick somewhere. So I think they're trying to stretch it out as much as they can, but I do believe that by moving him, the Red Sox, take away a liability because he has been one of the biggest liabilities this season. And then they can focus on shifting people over and working on filling holes where they need to. And especially because they have David Hamilton up now at the major league level, who is developing and trying to learn how to play at this level. If they can continue to develop him into being a shortstop that can be reliable at this level, that would be huge. And also Trevor story. I mean, Obviously, you know, it's not known for sure whether he's going to be back in full swing and able to contribute to the team. But if he comes back this season, that only makes more sense for them to move Kike too, because then you do have that other infielder who is reliable and you're able to kind of, you know, stick at second base. Maybe if you have Hamilton at shortstop or stick him at shortstop with a Royal primarily at second base, but you have that swing player and you can kind of adjust accordingly to give them days off. Um, You know, obviously 
from an outfield standpoint, it could get difficult, especially if they do move Adam Duvall. But I think, um, you know, Jaron Duran has been playing really, really well this season, and he's really taking a liking, what it seems like, to center field at Fenway. And I've been really impressed with what I've seen from him. So I think you can make it work and kind of move people around to make do with what you have um, from that standpoint. I mean, Duvall, the chances of him moving, I think, could be likely. But I think they could get away with moving Kike despite him being a utility player because you do have a player in Rob that could kind of serve as that other outfielder for you if you do move Duvall especially. So I think Kike should be moved. I think he's been a liability for this team, and I think it only makes sense for the Red Sox to do that um, and get some return on him because I do believe a contending team would use him as a rental just simply to come off the bench even and just be a safety net in case somebody gets injured or can't play. Coming up next, I'm going to be talking about the Red Sox catching situation. It's not a great one right now. It's a position that they didn't really invest enough in as of late. So I'm going to be talking about what they should do with the catching situation moving forward. But we're getting closer and closer. Every day is closer to the MLB draft. So definitely check out the Locked on MLB podcast where they'll give you good insight and analysis as to all the potential draft picks who could go where and who the Red Sox might select because the draft is obviously such a hard thing to know who will pan out and who won't. It's like that with any sport. You never really know what draft picks are going to pan out, but it also is exciting to see what teams do do in the draft and who they pick because you can see who could be movable down the road and working players through your system. We're already starting to see the effects of this with Marcelo Meyer, one of the most talked about picks that the Red Sox have made in the draft, and he's moving really quickly through the Red Sox system now. So to get yourselves in a position where you're drafting players who are young and exciting and have the potential can make you feel excited for the future. So definitely check out the Locked on MLB podcast. They'll break down um, who the players are to look out for in the draft and who could make sense to go to the Red Sox. Also, don't forget, you can check out Locked on Red Sox on your favorite podcast platform for free every day, Monday through Friday. I am here talking all things Red Sox. Also, follow me on Twitter at Gabby Hurlbutt 10 and at Instagram at Gabby underscore Hurlbutt 10. You can also follow Locked on Red Sox on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox. So on all kinds of platforms here, Don't forget to share the show, leave a rating, leave a review, and continue to keep the conversation open. I always appreciate when people reach out to me with a question or an opinion on something. So keep that dialogue going as we progress through the rest of this very up and down season and share it with your friends and family, for sure. Anybody who loves baseball hopefully will love the show and love to give it a listen. So so share it with, with your people close to you and Let's continue some dialogue about the Red Sox. Speaking of dialogue on the Red Sox, one situation that's been very frustrating to see unfold is the catching situation for the Red Sox. Obviously, you know, Reese McGuire is now injured, but prior to going on the IL, he had a 267 batting average with 28 hits, 11 runs, and 11 RBIs, and a 313 on base percentage. Obviously, you know, that's not fantastic, but he is a better offensive catcher, in my opinion, than he is defensive catcher. His defense isn't phenomenal. He's not as great with throwing out runners at second base. He's not really as sharp at the plate. 
Connor Wong, on the other hand, has been strong defensively. He's been picking off a lot of runners, trying to steal second, and even a couple times trying to steal third. But his offensive numbers are pretty putrid, and he's just not been great. 220 batting average, 30 runs, 42 hits, 6 home runs, and 18 RBIs, and a 284 on base percentage. This all just seems like numbers, but honestly, overall, when he's at the plate, he'll get a hit every once in a while. He had a really nice hit late in the game last night against the the Rangers, but you don't get those hits every once in a while and be considered a good hitter. A lot of times when he's at the plate, he can't make contact. He'll strike out, or when he does make contact, it's a weekly hit ball, and it's hard because Whenever Connor Wong comes up with two outs, it's the most frustrating thing because I feel like, oh, here we go, Connor Wong. This almost means it's an automatic out. And the Red Sox have had too many catchers recently who have been an automatic out. And I'm not saying we need to get a catcher who has phenomenal plate discipline or who is great offensively because a lot of times catchers aren't going to be the best offensive players And I'd rather have a catcher who's stronger on defense than offense because defense to me is the most important thing about a catcher. But you need to be able to produce some offense. And it's way too small a sample size with Caleb Hamilton, who's only taken a handful of at-bats with the Red Sox. So I'm curious to see how he starts to progress because I'm glad he's getting his opportunity. Obviously, it's unfortunate that McGuire is injured, but it is nice to see Hamilton getting his opportunity. So maybe he'll continue to kind of turn into a catcher that could be reliable. But either way, going into this season, I had conversations with a lot of people and I said, I don't believe that the Red Sox addressed the catching situation as much as they should have. They should have done more to fix that position. And we're noticing it now. There's just not a lot of catching depth on this team and the catchers when they're up at the plate are not very reliable. I have been impressed with Connor Wong's defense But even if they keep Connor Wong, which, you know, I think is a questionable thing at this point, I think he needs to do more to prove that he could be a catcher of the future for this team. But if they decide to keep him, they need to get another catcher that is MLB ready that can come in there and actually contribute because Reese McGuire overall, when he's been here, has not been a huge contribution to the team. And even though, like I said, his Batting statistics are fine. They're not anything special. So I don't really see anything about Reese McGuire that's telling me they should keep him around. I think they need to upgrade the catching position significantly. And Heim Bloom is on the hot seat when it comes to that position because it is a position that they've been missing. And as soon as they traded Christian Vasquez at the trade deadline last year, it needed to happen. I don't disagree with them trading him. And I like the prospects that they got in the trade and all of that. But coming back and getting Reese McGuire as the alternative is not really a way to recover the catching situation. I think Vasquez, when he was here, obviously was a tremendous leader for the team. Good defensive catcher. A lot of players liked pitching to him. But obviously, offensively, he wasn't great. But Reese McGuire is not really anything that Vasquez wasn't like he doesn't bring anything special to the plate that's unique and so 
I think they need to really reevaluate what the catching situation is. Who do they see in the future at the catching position and get somebody else in there who is MLB proven and can really help. And I'm not saying, you know, close the door on Caleb Hamilton by any means, because we have not seen nearly enough of him yet. And we need to see more of him. So they can still do that. They can still let him, you know, grow, send him back down to AAA maybe um, at some point and kind of let him continue to develop there. But get another catcher to go alongside Connor Wong if you want to keep him. That can really provide some value because it's really sad when you feel like you have an automatic out in, you know, your catchers when they're coming up to the plate and you don't feel confident that they'll be able to convert long especially so upgrade the catching situation whether that's clear out who you have now and bring in some new catchers or you keep one of them and move the other you need to get a catcher in there who is reliable and mlb proven and can come in there and help you know contribute because the catching position to me is a blatant hole for the red sox still it's something that they should have done more to address. And I believe the reason they didn't address it, I'm guessing, is because they were reliant on Connor Wong developing at a faster rate than he has so far. And with him, you know, not panning out as quickly as they would like him to, it's leaving the Red Sox in a hole and with a glaring position that needs to be addressed. So that to me is one of the biggest priorities in the off season is get the catching situation straight for next season, because I believe that next season could be a contending year for the Red Sox. I know it doesn't seem like it right at this moment because they've been so inconsistent and they're playing 500 baseball barely. And there's just so many injuries, but they really are starting to shape out that rotation with some young players and, you know, like I said in a previous show, they could get Otani if they really feel like investing the money, which he is so worth it because I think he could be a serious piece that the Red Sox are missing. And Story coming back, you know, could be huge for the lineup as well as Duran and Casas progressing the way that they are. Casas obviously needs more time. He's still developing, but he is showing improvement at the plate. And Duran, I mean, he's just had a really good season too. So I do think next year when you're trying to focus on building a team, if they want to contend, they need to address the catching situation and it needs to be a priority. Thank you for tuning in to Locked on Red Sox and making the show your first listen of every day. I'm always here Monday through Friday to talk all things Red Sox with you. Hope everybody had a fantastic holiday. Again, I will catch you on the flip side on Locked on Red Sox.